This podcast is presented to you by Pastors Tom and Bonnie DeShal from Celebration Church in Harare, Zimbabwe. For more information, please visit celebrationmen.org. Are you with me now? I'm trying to explain the, the mystery of the unity. So I would, I would say in the name of Jesus, then I would say in the name of the Holy Spirit, in the name of the Father, because I didn't understand the unity, the, the, that mystery in the unity that in Jesus is all of them, in the Father is all of them, in the Holy Ghost is all of them. And the church has missed that, the unity factor. If we, and I'm going to show you quickly how God will help us as a body of Christ to do certain things that sometimes don't need prayer, but just need unity. And things just begin to happen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now let's start here. How could one man chase a thousand or two put ten thousand to flight unless their rock had sold them, unless the Lord has given them up? Some, uh, that's Deuteronomy 32 verse 30, Psalm 133, verse 1 to 3. How good and how pleasant it is when brothers live together in unity. It is like precious oil poured on the head, running down the beard, running down uh, on Aaron's beard, down upon the collars of his robes. Um, Verse 3, it is like the Jew of Hermon were falling on Mount Zion, for there the Lord bestows his blessing, life forevermore. Um, other versions would say, for there the Lord commands a blessing. For there the Lord commands a blessing. Before you even pray about it. So there is a blessing actually that comes on a church, on a family, on a group of people, on a nation when they thrive to live together in unity. So before you even pray, The moment you thrive to be united, a blessing begins to follow you. And the thing I like about this blessing, it is actually commanded to follow you. Those who thrive to bring unity have a blessing that follows them and they wonder what is going on. I have not even fasted as yet. I have not even prayed because you are thriving to bring unity of brothers and sisters. Unity in the body of Christ. The blessing of God is commanded on you. So there is a prayer point right there. Praying for unity for the sake of a commanded blessing. 2 Kings chapter 7 verse 3 to 7. We will try and wind down on this. There are many scriptures, some of these scriptures uh, as, as we go. Now, there were four lepers, four men with lepros at the entrance of the gate. They said to each other, no, you, how can two walk together unless they agree? They said to each other, lepers, lepers, they say to each other, why? Why? Stay here until we die. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you are disunited and you don't want to collaborate, you will die. Hallelujah. They say, why stay here? Why? Why? It means they had to come together, caucus together, be of one mind, and begin to have a strategy. And they said, why stay here until we die? If we say we will go into the city, the famine is there, we will we will die. And if we stay here, we will, we will die. So, let us. Uh-huh. So, let's go. There is never a word let's unless you are united. Unless if you are united. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hallelujah. Over to the camp of the Arameans and surrender. If they spare us, we live. If they kill us, we die. At dusk, they got up. I like it. Don't just be united without action. And I'm going to bring the action side of unity at the end of this service. It is pointless to speak of unity and not act on it. It is pointless. It is pointless to have lip service to say we are united. In in fact, all right, let me not go there. Hallelujah. When they reached the age of the camp, see what happened. For the Lord uh, uh, had caused the Arameans to hear the sound of the chariots and horses of the great army. So they said to one another, Look, the king of Israel has hired Hittites and Egyptians, kings, to attack us. So they got up and fled into the dusk and abandoned their tents and their horses and the donkeys. 
they left the camp as it was and ran for their lives. One of these days, if you are good, you might find some, some tents as they are. Hallelujah. There are some tents you have been missing because you have not just decided to work in unity or in unison with others. It's very important, very important. Now, God is an amplifier of prayer when people work together in unity. Hallelujah. So, I know many of you, you are coming to this prayer because you have got this grocery list that you have brought for yourself. Now, some of those prayer requests that you have, if you can put them aside and just work together in unity with others, you will go home and realize God has answered everything. The level at which we pray is never the level we receive at. Okay? Ephesians 3.20 says that he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask. I like the God who does exceedingly abundantly. Have you ever heard the exceeding of abundant? Exceedingly abundantly. Now, watch this. Now, what I want you to understand when we are praying. First of all, the Bible says when we are united as brothers and sisters, God commands a blessing. The unity that God speaks about in, in the book of uh, Psalm 133 is a unity that brings not just bringing, gathering people together. It is a unity, organizational unity. Because it starts from the head. <laughs> so don't say, I'm united. with It starts from the head. It says, it's like oil poured on the head of what? Huh? Aaron. And it goes down. Now, here's the mistake of many people, my bishop, in the church. Can I illustrate something quickly? I hope I'll be able to, to make it. Can, can, are you able to come? I wish I could. Um, uh, um, any, any bottle of water that I can use I, under normal circumstances. Okay, thank you. I'm not going to pour water on him. Usually I do. Many people don't understand the purpose of unity and what God does. The Bible says when brothers are together, he gives the analogy straight away of a body. Okay? He says it's like oil poured on the head. If there was no carpet here and he was not smartly dressed like he is, I would be pouring oil, water or oil. Let me tell you, after this, if you were to come and touch this guy, you will be in trouble. Because the example goes with such an anointing. It says when brothers are united, which means the unity that God is looking at is the unit of a body. Where each one knows their space. They know their place. They know their purpose. They know exactly what they must do. The moment we pray like that, you know your headship. You know your leadership. You know who is where. The moment a church is like that, God comes. He pours an anointing. The moment the church knows that because it's a body, the head is where it is. Listen to me. You pray wherever you pray. If you belong to a body, God looks for the head. He looks for the head. You are going wherever you are. God looks for the head. So if you miss your head, you may miss your anointing for the answers of your prayers. So he pours the anointing and it comes down to supply the entire body. So it goes, you are praying wherever you are praying, God looks for the head. God will never anoint anything unless the head, it is the head. He anoints the head to supply the entire body. So it goes down. He talks about the beard which talks about maturity and everything and everything until it gets to the hem. Now, watch this now. When, oh, I may not even follow the North Holy Ghost, help me here. Now, when the anointing is poured, I'm talking about unity here, it is to supply the entire body. So I hope you understand you do not denigrate the head because it has a responsibility to receive the anointing so that you are able to have all that you pray for. Are you with me now? Now, 
Suppose you were here and you feel so, you are so active. That's what happens. The head is not as active as the hands. And you don't expect the hands to be that active. The head. If you are, a, 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 sorry for my language here. Let me, I'm very careful. I'm a, visit, I'm a guest, so I must watch my language. If it was where I come from, I would have said something different. But let me. Suppose you were this hand that doesn't understand unity and keep in its place and you go up. And the anointing comes. You're missing it right there. You're missing it right there. For, for, it is like oil on the head. It is like a Jew that goes down. I have no time to explain how Israel survives in the desert because every morning the Lord puts Jew on the mountain. Anything below the mountains, anything will get its supply. Get its supply. Will get its supply. So if the hand goes up, God will never anoint the hand. He will look for the head. So, my dear hand, stay in your place. Hallelujah. Stay in your place. Rabosha. When you stay in your place, when the anointing comes, you get enough supply. In fact, the lower you are, it talks about service as well. When, when you get to these places, the density of the anointing gets denser, if there's such a word. Eh? More density is at the lowest levels. Now, many of you, you see the head, you think, oh, he's not anointed. You have taken all the anointing because the anointing never stays on the head. It flows. It keeps flowing. It keeps flowing. It keeps going down. Now, and sometimes I look like I'm dry. The first place to get dry is the head until there is another supply. The more you cry, the more supply. Okay. Uh, let me finish this now. Now, look at this woman. One day the Bible says the woman with the issue of blood. You don't understand. She came to town. She understood because if I was pouring water on him, the whole body would be dry. The last place to have the greatest, the much dense anointing is at the foot. And she did not reach for his hands. She did not reach for his head. The Bible says she went to the hem. Because at any given time, the greatest density of anointing is at the place of service. Come on, hear me now. It is at the place of service. When you are at the feet, that is where you get the much needed anointing. Many of us, we want to come this side here. You're missing it. The woman went to the hem. Because if, when all is said and done, the last place to be wet is. And the other thing that keeps much anointing is the beard. That's why Jews, most of those Jews or people from the Far East keep a big beard because when they're anointed, uh, the bigger the beard, the bigger the anointing it keeps. <laughs> when you're anointed, now watch this. The Bible says, greet each other with the holy kiss. If you want to talk about the culture that we follow, now, if you sometimes, because this chin, when you are brought here, the place of leadership and favor. Normally, the greeting, that's why they greet each other like, you are given access to the place of wow. density of anointing. Wow. How, do we, how do I give you my chin if sometimes you... So some of you, we better greet you like this. Hi, how are you doing? Okay? <laughs> because if we bring you close, we never know. How can you benefit from an anointing hmm, that you have been jabbing? That you have been uppercutting? I'm preaching here. I'm preaching here. Stay with me. We're just about to pray. Stay with me. Because this, 
besides the hem, the other place of anointing is the beard. Now you need to be in unit. Okay, you can follow. I can give you the notes if you want. You know, please sit down. Please sit down. Now, from the scriptures I read, from the scriptures I read, now, there is that. Now, there is, if you then go to, the, to, to Genesis chapter 11, Genesis chapter 11 speaks of unity in a different dimension. It says, and the people moved from far east, right? As they were walking, they got to this plain. Let me give you Mbarza vision, okay? This is Mbarza vision. Don't worry about its, uh, you know, uh, chronology. But this is what happened. When they got there in that valley, they decided whenever you are united, you always achieve. Because God has no choice. Because it is, it is natural because the Bible then says, he commands a blessing. In that scripture, uh, if I have it there, in that scripture, if you see it in Genesis chapter 11, the Bible is very clear that when they got there, they decided to build a tower. They built the tower. They actually did build the tower. Because if you read the narrative, the Bible says, and God said, let me go down to see. When God came down, what he so amazed him, what unity can do. And God says, the people are one. And no one, God acknowledged, no one can stop them. Including God himself. He can't stop from achieving anything. Anyone who, no one can stop a united people from achieving anything. God acknowledged that. He says, hey. See what they have done. God was not against what they did. He was against their attitude and purpose of what they did. They said so that it was for their own glory. It was not to the glory of God. And God says, no, 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 no one can stop these guys from, let's go down because of their reason of unity and what they wanted to do was to give glory to themselves. God says, let's scatter them. Let me explain about a little bit about how they managed it. They did not manage it with any other strategy except one thing. The Bible says, for the people are one and have one speech. One language and one speech. Full stop. Because language and speech, they are the mode of communication. Now, language is like Shona is a language. English is a language. Ndebele is a language. But... You can have one language and not one speech. So these guys went further than one language to a place of one speech. One speech is greater than one language because you can have one speech in several languages. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, let me give you an example. You understand very well. On Unity Day or on Independence Day, the president writes a speech. He doesn't write a language. Oh my God. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking here. He writes a speech. The speech may be written in English. But when it's read, it's read in different languages, but one speech. That is what builds a nation. That is what builds a church. Now, you can have one language, but different speeches. That's why churches go down. That's why the body of Christ can't achieve. We want to pray in this house. We want to pray in this house. Hear me and hear me clearly. When the speeches are read, those in Mutare, those who speak Ndao, where there is a the, there is a Ndao the. Where there is a the, there is a Ndebele the. Are you hearing me? That's what we call one speech. Now, when we say we are one church, it means we speak one language. We speak one speech. Where there is a D from the bishop, there is a D in the elder. There is a D in the deacon. There is a D in the usher. There is a... Um, I'm speaking here. Stay with me now. Let the D be the D. It must not start as a D from the bishop and ends 
as an heir with you. Oh my God. Now, you, you may say, oh, I don't like what he's speaking. What I'm talking to you about is what will bring a commanded blessing. To bring a commanded blessing. Okay? It will bring a commanded blessing. Listen to me. Holy Ghost, help me here. I've got my notes. Let me put them there. Let's, let me just speak here so that you hear what's boiling in my spirit. There is a unit factor. Now, the Bible says one of you, I want you to see the unit factor, can put to flight 1,000. Let's look at the mathematics here. And then when there is unit, a unit factor, when you bring them to two, if they are united, all of a sudden they can put to flight 10,000. Okay, reason with me. Let's do the mathematics here. What, what mathematics is there? Is this. This is not algebra. This is not, um, you know what I'm saying? How? How can one chase a 10,000, uh, 1,000, and when there are two, it's 10,000. That's why I want you to see the unity factor. We now call it, uh, um, if it was, if it was uh, um, what you call it, uh, equation. Huh? One is equals to 1,000 chasing. Eh? But in brackets, then you put two in brackets. You multiply by unit. You put unit outside. I'm not a mathematician. I was in school long back, but I'm trying something that I learned then. When you multiply it by unit, the, the, the multiple factor of it is 10,000. That's what you need. The normal mathematics should be one is equal to 1,000. Therefore, two is equal to 2,000. But the moment you multiply it, you put it in bracket and put unity out of those brackets, it, it, there is exponential growth, exponential multiplication to 10,000. Can I talk to you? Why? Which is better? Which is better for you to have 10,000 than to have 2,000? What 2,000 is? 2,000 is when two people come together to do things together, but they are not united. They are just together. But when you come together and you are united, you multiply. You do not add. You multiply from 2,000 to 10,000. So choose. What do you want? Do you want to be a 10,000 man, woman, or a 2,000 man or woman? Unity is the factor. When you bring people together and they are united in purpose, they multiply their effect by 10,000. Because we are not united. And thank you, Bishop, for bringing us together so that we can pray together. The day, I tell you the day, and, and, uh, and, and um, mm, mm. politicians like it when we are divided. Oh, they have a meal. In fact, they'll have dessert on that. They'll have, they'll, they'll have a starter, a main meal, and a dessert on it, and a cup of coffee over that. A divided church? Yeah, 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 yeah. The day we come together in unit, not to do anything, just to say we are praying together. Just this. The devil will run. And those who are demon-possessed will also run. Whether they are in the church, whether they are wherever they are. You have never seen a united church. The Bible says we will chase 10,000. Now, if two can chase 10,000, I'm trying to see if this prayer meeting this morning is united. I'm trying to check how many are we eligible to chase this morning. Can you believe it? I'm just looking at one, two, three, four. Just four, if two is by ten, how about, now, the mathematics, it does not mean, uh, what, what is it? Is, it's not a probability. What is it? What do you say it in mathematics? Because if two can chase 10,000, which means four are likely to do much more. Much more. Four would not do 40,000. No. 
No, 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 no. That's not, that's not how it works. They will, I don't know how to work it, but they will do much more. Can you believe it? What we can push and move in this house this morning. If we really come together in unity and say, Bishop, you have brought us together to pray. We are united. Let me show you. In the, in the Old Testament, the New Testament, when people came together to pray in unity, buildings shook. Buildings. Can we pray and make this building shake? Prisons shook. Chains, iron chains broke. That's when people are in unity when they are praying. In Revelation, in Revelation, judgment came. One of these days we will pray. We will pray when we are, we, we are not yet pressed. The day we are really pressed. The day this country is really pressed. The problem is we are not yet pressed. Some have U.S. dollars. Some have bonds, notes, more and less. The day we really come together to pray. I will show you. I'm about to, to, to show you something. All right, let's, let's leave that. Let me take you to people who were as stranded as us. The four lepers. Let's go to the four lepers. Please, watch me. Watch me. I want to see where I am. Let's go to the four lepers. The four lepers decided. Now, according to the Jewish culture, if you are a leper, what they will do is they will kick you out of the city, put you outside. The least they could do is prepare you food. They'll bring food to you at a distance, put the food, and they'll shout, food. <laughs> you are blessed if they decide to shout. They might just leave it and go. They'll shout food. So you come and collect your food. They'll run away. Then you come and collect your food. Okay. Now, inside the city, our people are suffering but not united. Outside the city are four lepers who are united. So, God will work with those who are less privileged but united. God does not necessarily work with the majority. He works with those who are united. Let me tell you, if you want to suffer with your husband and your wife, be disunited. In fact, I've seen it. All the time my wife and I are arguing and we are not in unity, our expenditure is very high. Try it. It is very high. So the lepers decided, why stay here? Why? All along, can I, can I have four people come here? Four people, okay. You, you are able to come here, four people. Let me show you something. We're about to uh, come to a conclusion. How many minutes do I have? 30 minutes. Thank you. Well done. Now, lepers, thank you. You are not lepers, but you are just representing lepers. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Hey, stay there. Where are you going? You're not, you're, I want four. Now, lepros will attack a man in different ways. Fingers, feet, eyesight, anything. Now, I don't know of these four lepers who were there, which one had what problem. But one way or the other, they were affected differently. Now, they said, let's go. I don't know how. How are you going to go? One might be blind, but they said, let's go. We will leverage on each other's strengths to go. One has no arm. Who has no arm? One has no arm. Say you have no, one, one leg is not functioning properly because your feet is not doing. One is, this one is sight, but there's no other things. They came together, come together, just hold each other. Uh, you have no, your, your foot is not working properly. <laughs> yes, yeah, your, your, your arm is not working properly, but they decided, let us. They were strategic in their letters. And by the way, now watch this. Ephesians 3 says, for he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can think or imagine. Think. So what, when, when you are a believer and you are working in unison, when you think, 
when you ask beyond what you can ask and imagine, you're already in a prayer mode. If all what you're doing is holistic, is godly. So they decided, with all our weaknesses, we will leverage on each other's strength. But we have a destiny. Our destination is the Ameri Arameans camp. Let's go, guys. Help each other. Let's go. Now they are going. One who can see can see where we are going. One who can walk is held by those who can walk. But we are going. Now watch this now. Because they are united. Okay. Take me, take me to that scripture. I want whoever is on my notes. Now the Bible says, God, when God sees us united, these are useless people. They have not eaten. I don't know for how many days because what they, the Bible says now in the city, hold it now, if you read your Bible, in the city there is so much hunger, how can they bring lepers food? What's pushing the lepers is now there is no food here. Those who used to bring food and shout food, they can't come. Why? They are now eating doves dung. They are now fighting over donkey's head. If they are now fighting over a donkey's head and doves dung, can they remember these guys? No. Here is something for free. Why eat doves dung? Why not eat the dove? <laughs> you know, people are funny. If there is enough dove to make so much dung for you to share, why just not eat the dove? <laughs> I release you from eating Dung, doves dung. Come on, eat the dove in the name of Jesus. In this season, you shall graduate from eating to eating the dove itself. Now, the Lord sees these guys who are united. And he remembered what he said in Genesis 11. When people are united, no one can stop them. He remembers Psalm 113. When brothers are in unity, I command a blessing. He remembers, he remembers <laughs> Deuteronomy that one can chase a thousand. Two can chase ten thousand. And all of a sudden, there is a united brothers who are united and God says, I cannot sit and not do anything about it. The Bible says, <laughs> go there. For the Lord, I like this one now. Once they were united and they started wobbling over to the, to the Arameans camp, the Lord had caused, uh, I would have wanted the verse before that anyway. When they started moving, if we stay here, we will die. So let's go over to the camp of the Arameans and surrender. Okay, at dusk. They got up. They were very strategic. They said, let's move at night. Strategy. So they started going. Hey, you are going. Try to go. Let them see you. You are going. You are helping each other. One can't see. One has no arm. Okay, wait a minute. When they reached the edge of the camp. Uh -huh. Next. Give me the next verse. What the Lord? For the Lord, they found no one there. For the Lord had caused the Arameans to hear the sound. I like that. The sound of chariots and horses and a great army so that they said to one another, this is how the sound was because they were united and this is what happened. Look, the king of Israel, hallelujah, is not the king, it's the lepers who have hired the grace of God because they have followed by faith. The principles of the word of God. United. They have hired the king of Egypt to attack us. Huh? The Hittites and the Egyptians. Now, so they got up and fled in the dusk and abandoned their tents and their horses and their donkeys and they left. I'm trying to think, if we were the lepers today, what kind, Egypt was one of the biggest armies then. It should have been United States if it was today. I think the other one should, could have been the Chinese. I mean, that's a preacher's imagination. 
That's a preacher's imagination. The Hittites and the Egyptians, they were feared armies. Now, all of a sudden, the Lord causes them to make these four lepers sound like United States and China coming. Who would, who, who would wait? Who would give another minute? Is somebody with me? I feel like preaching, but it says it's a prayer meeting. But something is in me to say, come on, push these people a little bit. Now, listen, all of a sudden, move. It sounds... It's jet fighters, whatever, the hawk, name it, everything. But it's just a bunch of poor lepers. Come on, come back. The difference... The difference, what makes lepers powerful is unit of purpose. When God sees a united people, he will make them sound like. He will make them appear like. He will make them look like. And all of a sudden, they, the Arameans left the camp and with all kinds of food. Please, you can sit down. Oh my God. Thank you, Jesus. Where are your enemies? Why are your enemies resisting your prayer? Yet today, 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 by the time you leave this prayer meeting, they might hear a sound. <laughs> Can I preach it here? Today, 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 every spirit, every demon, every demonic entity, every demonic altar, when they hear us pray in unity, we can move stuff. We can move stuff. That's why the Bible says the Lord is waiting for the prayers of the saints. The saints. The saints. So God intervened. When God sees unity, he will come. He will come and intervene. He will come. So the Lord came. And the Assyrians, the Arameans ran. I like it. The Bible says, I can imagine... When these guys are going, the Bible says they went into the first tent. <laughs> if you read the scripture, it says, what did they find? Let me tell you, everything that you've been looking for. <laughs> everything. All of a sudden, there's silver. Read it. There's gold. There's food. There's clothes. Can you believe it? All of a sudden, he has a Gucci suit. <laughs> uh, the Bible says they found clothes, they found food, and they helped themselves until they said they took and hid. You think they were hiding, they were taking these things, putting, still putting on tattered clothes? You're joking. I think these guys must have gone to change. And they look at each other. Even though I don't have all the feet, uh, all the toes, but I'm looking good. Put some shoes in there. <laughs> Put my feet in some shoes. Now I have a Gucci suit. Giorgio Armani. And I've got some silver and some gold in my pocket. They had enough. To the point they said, let's call our, this is not good. <laughs> they said, we are so full, it's not good. These guys were, they were so good, they understood what brought us here is unity. Let's still be united with the entire nation. They went back. Now, the tables have turned. They used to come and shout, food. <laughs> You're not hearing me. Come on. The tables have turned. The tables have turned. May 2020. And the next decade, may your God change the tables. May the Lord change the tables for this ministry. In the mighty name of Jesus. Where we used to call for food. We are now calling out this food here. All of a sudden the lepers are calling for the able bodied There is food here. Come and help yourselves. Remember, they used to call them for food. I'm preaching in here. I want you to understand. The Lord is turning the tables for you. In this season, may the Lord turn the tables for you. 
but it starts with unity. It starts with the united body of Christ. You and your wife must join hands and be united. You and your family must join hands and be united. Are you hearing me? The tables changed. What am I doing there? I just want to say one last thing. 15 to round up. Okay. Let's do this. The last thing. Then I pray. Uh, we take some time to pray. Oh, Now, remove, remove uh, the notes there. I want you to go to Nehemiah chapter number 3. Let me show you unity in action. Just about to pray now. Tell your neighbor unity in action. Unity in action. Your life will never be the same. I believe it. If you and your wife, you and your children, you and your school, you and your church, Zimbabwe, if we get united, we can do extraordinary things within no time. Hallelujah. Let's do this now. Can you take, in King James Version, I want you to go to Nehemiah chapter number three. Don't go home. Let me show you unity in, 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 in action. The Israelites are so poor, flabbergasted. They don't know what to do. And one guy who is, who is working somewhere uh, by the name Nehemiah decides to ask what's going on at home. He's told the story. His heart is broken. He goes back to unite the people <laughs> to work. And they achieved a, a, an amazing feat within 52 days. Let me show you how they did it. Units. When people are united. Can, can we read that? Look at this scripture. I like the narrative, the way it is put by the writer. Here, it, here is how it goes, and I'm just about to pray with you now. Then Eliashib, my bishop said, Eliashib, the high priest, rose up with his brothers, the priests, and they built it. In, this is King James Version English, built it. Hallelujah. The ship gate. They sanctified it and set its doors. And even, da 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 da. The verse number two says, and next to him. Verse number three, and next to him. Verse number four, and next to him. Verse number five, and next to, unto them. Verse number seven, and next to them. And verse number eight, and next, and next, and next, and next, and next to them. The building process started in earnest because the people were united in purpose. Look at this. It started with the high priest. I'm glad your daddy is in the house to pray with you. The high priest stood and built his part with the priest. And the Bible says that next to him, who came? I'm just about to end this now. We're just about to pray. And next to him, to the priest who stood, it was, next to them it was Zachar who built, Bible says when they did build they joined with what others had built my bishop said would you uh, would you allow me would you allow me would you allow me to come close please allow me to do this would you please come bishop thank you praise the lord praise the lord hallelujah come on church we're just about to pray here hallelujah and the high priest stood. The high priest stood and started building with his brothers. Do I have those of priestly role in this house? Do I have them? Come. Come. Come now. Hold your hands with your daddy and begin to build. They did not listen. Just begin to hold hands. Come hold hands. Anyone of pastoral nature come and they started building. They did not, one did not build their side and leave gaps. The Bible says when they did build, they joined. And they did not only join a uh, dog. They sanctified. They did a complete job in unity. Uh, am I talking to somebody? I like this. This church, this church knows what it is doing. And they started building. Am I having people who are building this church? Do I have people who are in this church? God is about to do something now. Come on. Begin to build this thing. We can do this thing here. They started building. And they were sanctifying. They were building one after the other. And they did not leave gaps. Come on, keep building. If you are in this church, if you belong to us, keep building. Now we are just about to pray. We will not pray with anyone sitting down. 
we will pray with those who are building with us. And they stood up. They started building. In 52 days, in 52 days, when the people were united, they did a feat that could have never been done by nobody. Come on. And they started building. Keep building. Keep building. We can do this. Zimbabwe can change. Our nation can never be the same again. And they started building. Come on. Come on. Keep building. Keep building. Keep building this thing. Don't leave a gap. Don't leave a gap. Keep building. Keep joining those hands. Ah, they started building. And next to him. And next to her. Listen carefully. If you read the scripture, there were those who were in the security. There were security guards. Those who were making perfumes. Those, the daughters of so and so. Those who were doing different things. They all decided to say, we will join our hands and begin to build this thing. Are you ready to build this thing? Come on. We will never leave a gap. When they did what they did, they joined it. They did not don't do that. They prayed. How do you sanctify if you are not praying? Sanctification is prayer. So they prayed for the wall. Here is one thing that you need to understand. Come on, start to pray now. Bishop, each one of them did not go too far. They built where they were. And made sure they joined to the next person. If the enemy was to come, if you build your site weekly, the enemy will come and run over you. By the time we hear you shouting, crying, we are ready to fight the enemy. The enemy comes into a church looking for the weak point. Now, each person did not go and build somewhere. They built by their house. And made sure it was joined to the next person. And they made sure you built the strongest wall. Because if the enemy was to come and run over you, by the time you are crying, they are getting ready over there. So you will die, they will not die. Either to fight back or to run away. So you better build where you are building. Very strong. Very strong. And make sure you join with your next brother. The high priest is here building. His brethren are building. Next to them, everybody started building. And we can make greater things than we have ever done as a church if we begin to do things together in unity. Come on, put those hands up. Put those hands up. And say, in the name of Jesus, we are building our church. In the name of Jesus, we are building this church. We are building this ministry. No weapon formed against us shall prosper in the mighty name of Jesus. We will be united with our brothers and sisters. We'll be united with the high priest to build this ministry. In the mighty name of Jesus, no enemy will conquer us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we will build our families in unity. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for our lives. For we are ready to be united with our Father, with our Father, Pastor Tom. And, and mama to build this ministry we will build, we will join up with the rest of the body of Christ to build Zimbabwe to build this nation in the name of Jesus may it be so in this decade hallelujah come on begin to pray that Zimbabwe will never be the same Zimbabwe will never be the same it is our hour it is our time it is our moment we will not struggle again. The church is united. The board of Christ is united. Come on, you can push wherever you are. You can push now. In that unit, you can push. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. As we start a new take it. As we start a new year, we are more than willing to be united. We are more than willing to do your will. We are more than willing to will to do your will in this place. In my God, in the name of Jesus, 
Come on, somebody pray in this place. In the name of Jesus. Come on, I can hear a sound. I can hear a sound. Yes, my God. Yes, Jehovah. Yes, my God. Something is happening in Mutoko. Something is happening in Peru. On your behalf, something is happening in Mutare. On your behalf, we are united, Lord. Indeed, we are united. Indeed, we exemplify unity in this place. In the name of Jesus. My Father, thank you. Bless our unity. Bless our purpose to be united. In the name of Jesus. We glorify your name. We honor you, Daddy. We bless your name. Bless this ministry. Bless this ministry. Give them all the gold, all the silver, all the clothing that they need. Even the tents. We will take over. Even the tents. It is our season. It is our hour. It is our moment. In Jesus' name. Come on. Wave your hands now and begin to give him praise. Give him praise. Jesus. We give you praise in this house. In the name of Jesus. Come on. Give him praise. All the glory and all the honor unto you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We will build our world. In 52 days, we will build. In Jesus' name. We will build celebration further than what we have done by the grace of God. Hallelujah. I conclude hallelujah by making this declaration Lord in the name of Jesus I decree and declare that Lord if we are united indeed we can build in the shortest time possible because you command a blessing command a blessing on our church command a blessing on our father command a blessing on this church Command a blessing on the families of this church. Father, honor your word in our days of living. In the mighty name of Jesus. Remember our nation, my Father. In the name of Jesus. We thank you for a powerful decade ahead of us. We will collect every gold, every silver. We will collect even the tents themselves. In the name of Jesus, we may look lame, we may look disabled, but by the grace of God, we are sounding like an army. By the grace of God, we are sounding like a great army. In the mighty name of Jesus, come on, put your hands together and give thanks to Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's just lift up our hands to him. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you this morning. You are gracious. You are awesome to us, Lord. We thank you for the unity in the house. We thank you, Father, for the awesomeness. Your greatness being evident, Lord, amongst us this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Come and give him a shout. Give him a shout of praise. Give him a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening. For more teachings and videos, visit celebrationmen.org.